0: You're listening to a production of Swanson Media. Hello, everybody. I hope everyone's doing good. Welcome back to Sullen Radio Weekly. I'm Joe Swanson. This episode of the show is brought to you by Kingpin Tattoo Supply, Sullen Clothing, and Inky's Tattoo Products. Please go check out the website at sullenradio.com. You can find all the old shows. You can find info on new shows and bonus episodes. I'm hoping to drop some really cool stuff for you guys soon. Um, If you'd like to get tattooed by me, you can uh, hit me up at an email, joe at sullenradio.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at OG Joe Swanson. This is Sullen Radio Weekly, and this is my talk with tattooer Carlos Torres. This is Sullen Radio with Joe Swanson, the premier art-driven podcast. Hey, everybody! This is Joe Swanson. Welcome back to another episode of Sullen Radio. This is uh, um, an honor to have on uh, an amazing tattooer, Carlos Torres. How are you doing, man? Good, man. Good. I don't know about amazing, but but I'm doing good. (laughs) Oh, it is amazing. You know, you definitely. Um, one of those cats that is at the top of the game right now, man, and and doing work within a style that's distinguishable as your own, I I, I feel. And um, it's amazing to see, you know, the the volume of work you're putting out too, as well as painting and and other projects. You know, you're taking everything to another level, which is exciting.
1: Right on. Nice, man. Thank you. Thanks. You know, I I, I work hard, but um, it's kind of crazy because I never really – thought I worked hard I always um was talking about some with this somebody with the other day about like I guess I never realized how many hours I put in because it's just something that we've been doing since we were kids like I I just want to draw draw stuff and create and paint and so I mean I guess it's all leading towards a a ultimate goal or, or you know to get better every day yeah
0: maybe man that's you know one of those things that I think every artist deals with though is that transition from taking this thing that we're doing and it being something that just consumes us as kids with lower responsibility or as young adults with less responsibility and transitioning that same kind of fervor for the whole thing when we have all these other responsibilities of, of businesses and wives and husbands and children and things like that. How do you think that you, how do you manage that all, man? Because you have your hand in so many different things.
1: You know, um, I, I, I've been uh, – for a while, man, I, I had like no kind of responsibilities. So I've actually uh, – you know, I, I have a, a girlfriend, um I have a, a dog, and uh, and trying to balance all that. Uh, I've become better at it, but before, like, I used to do a, a ton of work because I just – man, I had nothing. Mm. <laughs> it was just me tattooing and painting, but, um, you know, uh, picking up with inkies now um, and um, – and everything, I, I've been just learning to kind of balance everything. I, I actually even started to get, like, unhealthy. So I've been, like, really going and working out every morning, making that a point. Uh, and I think it's uh, something probably every artist should really kind of take into consideration. Uh, but, but, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I, I guess just finding balance. And um, one thing is that if I'm not creating, like, a piece of art or something, man, I, I feel like something's missing out of me. So it's almost like one of the things that has to be done. Uh, maybe, maybe this is what it's like to have a kid. No, no, no that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I definitely think that it's just like with, I mean,
0: let's say working out or being artistic and these different things that give us almost this release of, of that pent-up energy. You know, I find that with working out. It's something that I have to do, man. Like I've gone on a little... 5 day stretch or 6 day stretch now a week almost of not working out and it's like I can't I can't
1: do it man I need to
0: get need yeah, to get right? to the
1: gym you know Yeah you feel like a like a piece of you is missing and uh, mm-hmm. that last year last year I traveled so much and I was taking a lot of time off like I was seeing a bunch of new places so it was like I'd go do a convention work a little bit and then uh two two or three weeks or or you know two weeks off and, but it it was taken away from like my painting and uh, man last year I, I just really felt like like a part of me was missing and it's kind of crazy how that has become my life you know mm-hmm. and uh, I, I love it don't get me wrong but it, yeah. it just to me it's sometimes I wonder like damn at what point did that just turn <laughs> do you do you find that you can
0: have you thought back on that and really kind of tried to pinpoint those moments that were real. Um, that really made your made that career move in that direction of of this is all consuming now, these are the elements i mean because I see that guys at your level are doing that they're creating brands around themselves and they're creating these you know larger projects and and these larger pieces of work and um it's exciting to see, and i'm curious about that, you know going through my own artistic journey went you know seeing different moments and being able to look back on them and say, "Oh, that was a defining moment." Do you have those defining moments in in your career that you can
1: pinpoint? Uh, yeah, I I couldn't really necessarily say, I, I I I can pinpoint, but I do know that like for painting and stuff, when uh you know when I started hanging around and taking a lot of um, uh, painting uh, um, workshops and. Uh, with Sean Barber, Llewellyn, and Hussar, like, like all, all those, I just name-dropped. Um, hanging out with all those dudes. Like, actually, like, when you, like, hang around um, people that have this, I don't know, everything was inspiration, just to see how hard, like, Sean works every day. Um, like, he, his motivation is everything that he, his urgency that he needs to create something. Like, man, that a lot of that, like, really... I took to heart, you know, and uh, um, I don't know at what point. Like, um, I, started, I decided to take on these bigger projects. I think uh, I think a part of me is just somebody that always needs to be doing something, you know. And then, and then, I always think that that when you when you're out there making things happen, things happen back for for you, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I think. Do you
0: find like? Um, you know, you spoke about it a little bit, talking about bigger projects and taking on new challenges and having to be pressed like that, I guess, you know, to to feel like you're doing something. I um, mean, you, you spoke about it in your Tattoo Now TV interview. Um, shout out to those guys about having conversations with 50 Cent when you were tattooing him and talking about business. Talk about that development of that. I don't think you just sit down with a person like that and and boom it just happens that yeah. you're asking them business questions. Talk about that transition and and that relationship and how that built to a point where you felt comfortable, you know, talking about those things.
1: Yeah, you, you know what? I, actually, okay, there, there, there you go. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, that was probably uh, something that uh, uh, one of those moments, or, or you know, and I, I tattooed him for for over two years. I, you know, I'd go over there and work on a uh, tattoo and we were doing like his sleeve like big projects but um anyhow I was, a, I, I was just a fly on the wall you know i mean he was taking these crazy meetings with all these like multi-millionaire people all these dudes in suits and stuff and to be a fly on the wall on those conversations and uh listen about uh marketing and branding and man that guy's a genius and so uh you know during other times when it was just me and him, and he would start rattling off or not rattling off, but he would start going on about like this and that and uh ways to uh to use it to my advantage um i am mean, grateful for the, the chance that that had that I had that opportunity you know mm-hmm. uh you're right, I guess not too many people get a chance to uh to cross paths with like a marketing wizard like that, you know well I think it's interesting because you it's
0: almost you have to be in that environment to learn that thing you know at that level i think we're all marketers in our own way but when you're talking about that high of high of the game with respect to how corporations are marketing how somebody that's very very successful has has had a a music career and is a a celebrity um how they do it you know and what they've what they've learned to get to that point for themselves. Um, I would imagine those things, yeah, just a certain, of them, a certain amount of them rub off, but you're learning as you go, and you learn how to take those, those basic marketing tools that we have as, as just artists that are hustling our art, and we refine them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it, it was just just little things that he pointed out that I never really took notice of, like we've all seen, like the product placement, um, we we all know about branding, but it was tiny things that he just brought to light to me that I was like, oh my god, that's genius, and you know, like even like, man, you watch a UFC fight, like where everything's placed at, and so um, I guess like taking on like these new projects and stuff I've been doing, it, it you know I I don't I, I don't want to dare say I go I'm, you know trying to go that that far or anything but but like you know i mean there's little things that we could do to really help uh further our careers Mm -hmm. um uh push you to that next level as far as branding um your name goes we're all all a brand you know um and i I think it's like what you create uh, for yourself uh i think uh i think it was like i was talking with nico a long time ago and we're 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 all talking about how like uh, how how popular tattooing has gotten. Uh, a- at some point, there's going to be this sponsored artist by like Nike or, com or, you know you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like why not like look at they took over skating and, and everything like that and so you know I'm not saying that I'm trying to go for that but but you know tattooing is is in that spotlight right now like mm-hmm. the world the world of tattooing change yeah. hell so, yeah
0: nike you yeah. want to you want to reach out to me I'm, I'm i'm trying to get there with this podcast so let's go <laughs> let's let's talk but uh <laughs> man i think you're right you know it's it's blowing up to a level that we see other industries have have gone and i think that um each of us need to figure out how to harness our own little path in that and take advantage of the things that we want to and and um and move through that but it's exciting to see um, you having been kind of shaped by those conversations and dove into a project like Inky's, a company like Inky's, you know having those experiences with somebody that's very successful and seeing the potential in the market and going, hey I'm gonna die I I wanna get into this, I I believe in these products, I love this idea, I love this industry, let's let's move forward and and put a bigger name to it or put a bigger put it on a bigger display
1: yeah yeah for sure like like in in the one thing that that i can really say is i I really love the tattoo industry and i love all the people that um laid the path for me before me and so everything i've i've done i i um i've done with with um passion towards the tattoo you know i I really am hoping to that i'm not going to say well, maybe maybe better, but everything that every product that we put out, every marketing move we do that it serves a purpose to to the tattoo community as a whole and not like let's get rich, you know mm-hmm. um I think overall uh and I've told this with the Inkies guys like like my or or with my partners at Inkies, uh, sean um and Paul does that that uh, my my number one love is art and tattooing, and so let me use that or let, let's use it as a strength and, and pushing and and I think like I make a lot of a lot of good I have a lot of good friends and they have a lot of trust in me that I'm not trying to do something to maybe get rich or 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 not necessarily not like get rich, but like like I'm not just looking out for you're myself. I'm looking out it. for Right. Yeah. You're not taking yeah. advantage
0: of the industry. And I, I definitely I think people see that. I don't think products in this day, right now, products aren't going to last very long that aren't that don't one produce a better product and two yeah. that don't have the right kind of attitude behind them you know yeah. um, with respect to respect of the industry and you know that kind of stuff so um i love I love it um, Inkies is a product that i've been familiar with now for a couple of years and Um, I've used other products as well. I like those as well. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that's, um, that helps I think in the process to get a better tattoo ultimately, Yeah, you know, can we use the things that we've used for, you know, 50, 60, 70 years? Sure. We (laughs) can, we could do that, but why not use the products that are taking advantage of not only technology, but, um, you know, all the things that we have available to us in 2015, man. It's where do you see, where do you see a, a company like Inkeys going, you know? Um, it's, I think these, these tight knit community type, um, companies that are industry driven yeah. and, and industry ran, where do you see them expanding and how do you see them expanding?
1: Um, well, well, I mean, like, uh, we, we really are trying to focus on, on um, like skincare and products mm. that tattoo artists need. Um, I think, I, uh, I, you know, I really don't know how to answer this question. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I think that, um, that when it's used by people that, that are really doing, doing this. And I mean, they everybody likes something that's a little bit mm. different. So, uh, but uh, I feel like it was the best product for me and it was something I truly believed in. Mm. And as far as any products we, we, are doing going you know we're going to be doing a lot of research and development for them because uh I just I want it to be something that serves a purpose and not just slap a label on something and sell it like I want the artist you know I want my friends to be like damn that's really good yeah you know so yeah it was that, it, that,
0: that, it, it was cool for me to be able to talk to Sean in depth about the products a little bit more Um uh, when we were in Palm Springs, and really get an idea of why Zinke's, why, why do you have four different types of healing products? You know, healing ointments. Um, isn't yeah. isn't you know? It's traditionally we recommend the same thing, you know, to everybody. It's it's Aquaphor, it's cocoa butter, it's Lubriderm, it's you know, Kierol, or whatever you you know, whatever you're going to tell them. And what I like about the product line is that it's uh, more than one choice, right? We all heal yeah. different. All of our skin yeah. is different. The application is different for each tattoo. Um and like Sean said, you might want and heal best with a cream. You might want or heal best with a lotion. Um some people use the green glide ointment, you know. So it's cool yeah. that you're providing choices for people because they are available. That it should be available yeah. to people because it is true. Not everybody heals the same. So um,
1: yeah, you know, like we have like the, the the aftercare spray, and and you know, I got I tattoo a, a, a lot of dock workers, and they don't have a chance to go um, wash their hands in between putting um, the ointment on, so that you know, they the, a lot of them they get the spray and they spray it on, and it's easier for them, you know. Yeah. So it, it, I, I like the the that we have we we have choices for for yeah. people, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm really
0: excited about, and I don't know how much you can talk about it. It's been teased a little bit. I've seen things floating around Instagram about um, the new product they got coming out. That's um, yeah. It's it's a, it's a called Purple Glide. It's an organic version of of the Green Glide, essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's be, be, uh, petroleum free uh, and be based on with a lot on a lot of oils. Uh, we have been grinding, man. I have test samples like. <laughs> Uh, stacks and stacks of test samples. You know, like one of the things that 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 I really uh, looked for when when finding a, an ointment was uh, like consistency. You know, something that I could put on and keep moving as I'm tattooing. That's kind of you know, and uh, and so we were working on consistency, healing. Um, you know, making sure it doesn't take off your stencil. That, that's that could be really bad. So uh, yeah, we we put a lot of work in. It's coming soon. I promise. Yeah. It's exciting, yeah.
0: it, you know. It's exciting. Um, this is a collaboration with Franco Viscovi, and um, it's cool yeah. to see. Also, uh, for me, as as uh, somebody who's been in the industry for a while, it's cool to see these the the idea of collaborations and joint ventures and and things like that being taken to the business side of the game too. Where um, you know, I just heard Franco uh, has been on this podcast. So if you want to listen to that? It's one of the first first ones within the first ten, I believe um and he was just on uh Keith Caramello's podcast and talking about these collaborations you know working with Jack Rudy on Nocturnal Ink, working with yourself on Inkies and um it's cool to see that that collaboration yeah. reach the business side
1: Yeah I, I mean I, I love the fact that anybody that's a tattooer is um you, you know what I mean I support the industry so it, it went with to see you know, to have these guys doing collaboration and you're helping out two friends at once, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great, yeah.
0: man. What's um what's taking up most of your time these days? Do you try to balance painting and, and tattooing pretty equally or
1: Yeah, I I'm I'm I've been tattooing a lot. I, I um it's still still the number one thing I love to do and uh uh I always tell people like, because you, you get that question a lot, would you rather paint or tattoo if you had to choose one and and it's like uh <laughs> Both? quite what I have else yeah I don't uh, have
0: to choose both motherfucker
1: <laughs> yeah exactly no, but uh no it, um i I still love to tattoo the most um yeah. uh and and then and then I come home and paint uh, here and there um, haven't been painting like I said as much, but uh really trying to push push to uh a next level as far as like um maybe creating a piece of fine art. So maybe uh, I'll slow down with the tattooing and, and, and coming up with more creative and, and original ideas. Lately, I've been—I felt like I've been in a rut. Like I feel like I'm creating the same thing over and over. Um, so I, I really want to kind of go back to the drawing board, come back without something all new, you know. I, I, um, What's that look like yeah, you, for you? You know what it's like, right? I do huh?
0: 100%, man, which is, which is yeah. what leads the next question. What does that look like for you when you feel that? Going back to the drawing board. What is that process for you to get back to the drawing board and try
1: to start engaging with new, fresh ideas? Um, man, I, I, it's actually a little bit nerve-wracking because it's like, damn. Like I feel like I have to s- crumble up everything I've worked for till now and then come back out. But um, actually, like, like you know, I've, I draw a lot of the, the filigree stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Maybe trying to refine that and come up with a different way to draw that, um, and even maybe uh, just the process of of coming up with art. Um, I uh, traded a, a, a sleeve with a photographer. Uh, this guy's this guy's awesome, man, and he's like a Photoshop wizard. I I, I didn't know Photoshop up until maybe a year ago. Um, uh, he works for Apple, actually. He's like works on projects that he can't even talk about. So, um, but anyhow, so his this uh, guy's amazing. His name's Juan Zambrano. If you guys get a chance, check his his photography out. But um, I, I traded a sleeve with him. He came in the shop and he was like, "Man, I want to get tattooed by you." And he came down from San Francisco, and I was like, "Dude, I want to learn photography. I've seen your work. I'll trade you." And so that has been something that's been really fun like you can even probably see one of my photograph lights in the background there but um just learning learning that so like coming up with all my own reference uh and and that way I could create like a piece of fine art with it and then and then um and then turn it into a tattoo and luckily I've gotten into this stage in my my tattoo career where um a lot of the a lot of my clientele is like will write me about a piece of art and they'll be like, I want that, okay. (laughs) Cool,
0: right, it's a great place to be in, and man, how important, you know, the thing that I get from that, the, um, is how important it is, as we're having to become experts in these other areas, like photography, to take our tattooing, you know, all builds around taking the tattooing to the next level, but there are elements of how can I create a more um, authentic piece of art on somebody. Um, but it's yeah. learning these new tools from experts themselves who have, who that's what they
1: do for a living, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. The, you know, that. You know, I always never really pictured myself as, as a great technical tattoo artist. I always thought my strength was, uh, was, um, the creative side of things. You know, I've always been into fantasy art and comic books and, you know, I have sketchbooks stacked up and stuff, but, um. So, I kind of just figured like for me personally, the best thing I could do is figure out how to be more creative of an artist mm-hmm. and by going out and finding references and and like you said, I approach somebody that that that's what they do that's their field, and uh this trade has actually turned out to be probably one of the best uh barters I've ever done <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
0: It's nice when those things work out too, and you feel like you've gotten you know to really learn from this person and this person's also gotten a great product as well you know that that they feel stoked about you know um it's cool when those when those moments come together
1: yeah 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 Yeah, for sure and you know i mean i i want to even go as far as like sculpting later on i mean i see some of the guys doing some sculpting Mm -hmm. now and some of my uh, painter friends they've introduced me to some guys and i'm like damn man I I don't have
0: time for all this, though. (laughs) Right? That's what I'm saying, too. Like, you look at a guy who um, was on the podcast this, uh, um, just this last week. So, Paulo Acuna. Man, that dude, like, kills it. He paints, he tattoos, he sculpts. And he doesn't just sculpt. He builds his own tools to sculpt. You know, he's like... Renaissance, man. He's like, uh, it's it's amazing to see that type of talent. And, um, you know, those are the guys that that you think like damn how in the hell did they become an expert in 15 different fucking things and they're doing it at a high at a high level too
1: (laughs) yeah yeah you always heard like the what was it the the jack of all trades and master of none and then and then i look at like dudes like paolo and i'm like no he mastered like five six (laughs) different things right there so that's a that's bullshit. <laughs> yep,
0: exactly. Who, 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 do you like, uh, who do you like looking at? I mean, do you enjoy looking at, um, at, at different tattooers for inspiration? Or is it, is it something that you enjoy finding inspiration outside of that? It can be, for me personally, it can be a little bit overwhelming, um, especially when I'm in a moment where I feel like my art needs a little bit of, you know, be infused with something. And I'm, I'm feeling yeah. at one of those stagnant points it can become overwhelming looking at Instagram, seeing all the amazing art that's being produced, and it can feed that almost depression, like, damn, like, why can't I produce that right now? Like, I need to do it. And um, do you
1: find that's the same, or or, uh, do you find inspiration? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I think, uh, man, Instagram is, like, one of the coolest things and one of the worst things for me, like... Man, I, I just trying to keep up with what half these people are doing, it's, man, I'll find a different new artist every single day, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, I, I, I look, um, I think I would have to, if, if I said, I think I would have to say that I, I look at more probably like painters and illustrators. Um, I'm really into sketches. Like, I, I mean, I, I, love, I love to see people's like raw sketches. So I think I get a lot of inspiration from that. It's so a lot of like illustrative people. Yeah. Um we have yeah. um we have Victor Chill at our shop right now. And uh probably one of my favorite artists in this industry just because he is constantly sketching and drawing. And we uh you know, we spent a, a good time talking about um about uh, different guys and how their sketches are just so amazing when they're just raw, you know. Yeah. So I think I would, I would probably say like that and and probably painters that that I look to you know cuz cause, cause I think like like one thing uh, that that I could say my dog is drooling on my computer right now <laughs> you can see her she's curious what we're doing hey pups but, <laughs> um no um i think one th- one thing that that uh i really can say um kind of Maybe it's killing me. No, that's no, not killing me. It it just one thing. To, okay, so so it's a lot of repetitive stuff in the tattoo industry, and I think that there's a lot more talent that people need to go explore and not repeat the same reference and reference photos. So I want to see what what some of these super talented people can do when they're when they open their minds outside of mm-hmm. the. Tattoo, world, like you know what I mean. Search, Search for a reference like, outside, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's hard though. You know, I think to to play devil's advocate a little bit about that, it's people begin to start coming to certain artists for certain things because they like that. So I think maybe it's it's more about um, breaking down what's interesting about those elements, and then you can create other elements that have those same you know that same vibe or that same feel to it but it's gotta be it's gotta be a challenge you know pushing yourself creatively while still um commissioning these piece you know these tattoos from people who have an input and an opinion on
1: them Yeah, yeah 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 i mean i mean you're 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 right you know it just like um i think as far as like what what i look for is 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 i try to get outside i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is like I want to do. I want to do something that's not being done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at this point, like it's really hard because everything's been done before in this world, and right. eventually you're gonna you'll be, um, you know, influenced or ripping somebody off, you know. But to to uh, like like I said, go back to the drawing board and go after something that that really people aren't doing, you know. That that's. That's my, my goal, you know, and mm. I guess maybe that's how you try to stay one step ahead. I yeah. think, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't
0: know. Check out Inky's tattoo products at Inky's.com. Here's my guest and co-owner of Inky's, Carlos Torres, talking about his first experiences using Inky's Green Glide ointment.
1: Like the Green Glide, the ointment, I found that that one was the one that worked the best for me. I think at that point was when people started telling me, man, like my tattoos healed in a week. And I really dug how the consistency of Green Glide where where I could put it on and just continue working like with one like kind of swipe. Because, yeah, I mean, I've been tattooing for long enough to where like A&D ointment is what what I'm comfortable with. And this was just kind of like A&D on steroids. So,
0: If you're ready to try out Inky's tattoo products, please use the promo code Radio to receive a free sample pack of Inky's products with your next order. Numb, heal, and protect with Inky's. Talk about that um that time back in let's call it back in the day when you and Nico were sitting down having those conversations and really observing the industry going through these crazy changes um, yeah you know what was that what were those times like man what talk about some of those conversations you you and he had and and what you did you make predictions did you you know <laughs> try to try oh. to figure out your your path in it right then did you know that um you know, speaking about him, and I think it's it's true for you right now as well. But you're making um, people are looking at you guys as the top of the game, and they want to emulate that. Were you guys looking for other people and and trying to do that, or just forging your own path?
1: Um, you know, like I think that that me, like the generation that, like let's say me and Nico are are in, we in. We we kind of uh, came at a good time because like we know we know and met and um, learned from all the the old school dudes. So you know, um, so we have we're kind of got that like nice little mix between that mm-hmm. and all like I guess you could say more of the. I don't I don't even know how to say that. You know, it's kind of like a lot of fine artists are kind of coming into the industry as well.
0: I, dude, I told, I called it fine art tattooing in last in last week's show, so you can call it fine yeah. art tattooing. I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's it's blending that idea of creating a piece of fine art whether that's on canvas or sculpture or whatever and it's creating it in this medium that is tattooing. So, it's a perfect yeah. description, I think.
1: Yeah, so, so so like like that we we kind of are right in the we had enough of on both sides so that um I think you know've been tattooing so long, and you were were told the rules and stuff like that, and you know the the way that things advance is that they you you like learn the rules and then you go break them and then you be, go become your own person right um and we I think me and him were both um told we couldn't do something maybe and we went out and did it anyways, mm-hmm. and maybe, uh, I think I just had a lot longer time to work on that, you know, and uh, um, uh, uh, to work on, because, you know, tattoos would come back, and I would be like, damn, that didn't work, you know, back to the drawing board, you know what I mean, so every day I was learning and learning, and, uh, you know, I had the opportunities to learn from some of these guys, that and and understand, like, what makes a tattoo stay, and what makes a you know the longevity and it was something that we that we were talking about that that's the importance you know now how do we achieve it and so we me and him were always going back and forth about oh you need need to do this and that and you know so we had some real good conversations about that and um i guess i'm pretty honored or i am honored that, that you would say that about me like as being one of the guys that are like in the forefront maybe but um um I don't know. I, I think maybe it's still it's still just the passion that I have of, of always trying to move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was told by a good buddy one time that if you um, the minute you stop trying to move forward, the rest of the world's going to pass you up. Mm-hmm. You're essentially going backwards. Yep. And uh, I always I always took that to heart. And I, I don't know. I think maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah man it
0: doesn't uh this thing ain't gonna wait for us time and tide don't wait you know and it's uh yeah um you have to move with it you know i spoke about it last week too you know jeremiah and i had a conversation about um new technology utilizing um the wacom the wacom tablet and um how that can create a more simple process for you or a better product at the end and some people have a cra- some people get crazy about it. You know, oh, you can't use that. It's not what a tattoo really is. And, um, you know, I, I tend to disagree with that. I think whatever's going to, you know, we're not still using the same machines that we used 50 years ago. We're not still using the same stencil application. All these different tools have been improved upon. So let's continue to jump on board with improving our tools and get the best possible product, you know. And I understand, yeah. look. I'm in a street shop up here in in Lodi. I travel to do um to san francisco and and to l a to do more custom stuff, but on the day to day I'm in a shop that is blue collar. I still think there's application for it there um it's just it's a more difficult jump to make because the price point's a little bit it's still kind of high you know you're dropping a thousand bucks for this shit um yeah yeah. <laughs> but it's coming it's coming where more people are going to use it you know um yeah. and i think people are going to have to jump on board to it at a certain degree uh to a certain degree at at some time because it's or they are like you said they're going to get left behind
1: yeah i i mean like it, it, um you know, at the end of the day to me is like like what produces a good tattoo you know mm. um you can you can do like all the the older older traditional uh more traditional ways of like let's say creating a stencil, doing your drawing and um and you know, you're still gonna produce a good um uh tattoo. Right. Uh you're right, like like if things are gonna advance and then also too, just making your lives easier, you know. Uh you know what I thought would be really cool is if someone that really understood um uh, the w- Wacom, Wacom tablet um, would do a seminar and a lot of like, uh, I'm, I'm going to put me in this uh, group too, but a lot of like the older tattooers that don't fully understand computers because I barely started using Photoshop, you know, that would be cool if somebody did a, a class for us and just kept it simple, it's like how could you benefit from like, uh, or, or like, how could you benefit from technology but still, you know, doing the, the older traditional style? Like, yeah. I, I personally would love that if yeah. somebody came along yeah. and was just like, "Hey, check this out. You could use it for this," you know? Right. And yeah. I
0: think that's coming, man. I mean, Russ Abbott has a little video out now that you can get. Um, he talks about a specific program, Manga Studio. He likes that program. Um uh-huh. My buddy Matt Hodell has a a video that he posted that was about 12-15 minutes. It went over some stuff about Sketchbook Pro, another one that is another program that I've used. I've used more Sketchbook Pro and and Photoshop on my tablet. Um and I like it. There's there's parts of it, and you're right, man, you can you can use you can freehand something on and it can be at this you know the highest level of tattooing. And I'm not saying that this is the end all be all I'm saying it can be utilized within the process as a tool yeah. to help now you might freehand some stuff on, stencil some stuff on, you know um do some organic background of, that's just with the machine all those are are processes that work and um, yeah. but I like it, man, I think you're right, and I think it's coming um as more people grab these these units you know these these um, tablets or pens that you can write on an iPad with. Um, there's a, bu- a bunch of different options, you know, um, but you're it definitely is going to you're going to see people using it more. I think, and it's and the education for it is coming. I mean, it's just a matter yeah. of time. You know, you can find some stuff on YouTube, but even me with very limited, I have very limited Photoshop experience. I didn't have any uh. Sketchbook Pro experience other than on my iPad but it was, yeah. but it's different, you know, and, um, got the unit. I spent about a half hour with my buddy, Matt on the phone and he told me a few little things, sent me a, a toolbar of different, um, you know, airbrush tip and a, and a felt te- tip and these different, um, tools to use, man. And, it, and I, I've been able to use it for not only creating stencils that are cleaner and more crisp, but also just figuring out background and figuring out these things that I end up might you know I might end up just drawing on the skin you know um, yeah, so it's, yeah it's been cool, man I mean it's not super complicated if you're using it, especially in just uh um, just by you've got to learn a few little things how to rotate shit you know and and how to yeah. cut stuff out if you want to turn something manipulate it but those are all real simple things and. Um, it's a real, I think it's a cool thing to be able to just really quickly get an idea about something without having to pull out, you know, a bunch of tracing paper and a bunch of, you know, uh, make a big mess trying to figure it out and then have to erase or, you know, layer it over. And, um, I dig it, man. I dig it. It's, it's something that I've been dabbling with over the last two, three years and, and really now have, since I got this, this Cintiq, um, I've been very, very happy with.
1: Right on. I, I, You know, I got mine to to uh, be able to sit on a plane and draw because, you know, I mm-hmm. always go 9, 10, 12-hour flights, whatever. Um, and I'm usually, like, leaving a mess because I'm, like, pencil marks all over my seat <laughs> and my tray and the backseat, everything. And so, and yeah, and then, like, you know, if I had tracing paper or whatnot. Uh, so I, I got one for that. And, and uh, I'm still learning it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, waiting on Russ Abbott to help me out. <laughs> but, but, uh but yeah, I'm still using that in in, or I'm I'm trying to learn learn myself because, you know, I, um, it, sometimes I could be stubborn and be like, ah, you know, there's nothing like the feel of a real you know a pencil and charcoal and and uh, and I got to realize like okay, well, what's going to be the the faster, easier process to do do making a tattoo and you know right it now depends. it's it's a mix of everything right now mm-hmm. for me you know so i'm doing yeah. you know yeah but you're putting on a stencil and then drawing on top of that on, on somebody's skin you know yeah and i think you're right man
0: it is a mix and and you can use it as much as you want and it's what is it going to what part of the process is it going to make easier too you know it's just like um uh having Well, any other tool, you know, it's, it's just like having any other tool. It's practical in certain situations and it's, and it's not, are we talking about what, you know, the, the, the end product is what's important. So if it's, if it's figuring out some, some shading or light source and you can use this tool that you're going to ultimately create a painting from, you know, but you need to reference certain things or you want to just play with it to see before you put paint to canvas, you can use it for that too. You know, it's. Um but you're right man it's it's definitely just one tool it's a it's an aspect of the whole process and and you got to take into consideration what that end product is and what you want it to be and and what's going to get you there your way you know
1: Yeah 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 and if you can make it simple or a little easier so you can uh spend a little more time painting or with your family running the dog whatever you know these got the guys at the shop have been coming up with this new uh process with like a a printer that is printing like this um uh um what is that called thermofax paper Mm -hmm. so they're basically taking like a portrait and laying a few filters on and they run it through and it prints out and then when they lay it on it's like perfect you know and uh like shit i would love that but um a certain part of that doesn't let me draw on top of the skin so it's I guess, just figuring out what works for you, you know, and, and, uh, and yeah, if you can make my life easier, if it can make my life easier, then I'm going to try and learn it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely,
0: it's one of those things that's, um, I think we're seeing an explosion of this kind of stuff right now. We're seeing it, yeah. it's all bubbling, to, it's all bubbled to the top and now it's, we're starting to see it being implemented and, and things like the Wacom Weekend that Russ and Guy did, that stuff's going to happen more. People are going to start, you know, developing yeah. their knowledge base on on not only not only technology and and this kind of stuff, um, like digital drawing, but with all of our tools, you know, with all the process that we're we're using in tattooing and. Um, so yeah, it's exciting, man. It's a dynamic time yeah. in tattooing for sure.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And then trying trying to keep up is is crazy, man. These these kids are crazy and hungry too. <laughs> no, huh? It's it's yeah. wild.
0: It's wild. You write about seeing like every day. You can see a new person killing it, just yeah. doing ridiculous work, and you've never heard of them, and you've never heard of the place that they're from either. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> I don't know how to say say half their names. You know? Yeah. But, but but it's crazy though because you know what what I what I think though is like you know every um, every generation has had a different place, a different starting point, you know? And so it's kinda cool to or it it's kinda cool to see because I'm afraid I'm gonna be left with no work pretty soon, but like you know what I mean like where with the level of tattooing is then this generation below is gonna have this starting point yep. and the next generation this and they're gonna have this starting point. And it just keep growing, you know, it, it could keep going getting better and better and um and for me i i think it's super exciting i i'm saving a leg open for some kid that's in kindergarten that has no <laughs> idea he's even going to tattoo or he's going to you know revolutionize tattoo he's going to use like the next paul booth or you know yeah. philip blue wh- whatnot grime and, and he's just you know so i'm saving my leg open i'm not i'm not in a rush to get tattooed i want i want that that kid to tattoo me <laughs> oh yeah man well Shit, I bet it's hard to save that leg, Land, when you have
0: guys like you have coming through timeline, Bob Tyrell yeah. and all these characters, man. Um yeah, what's, for it, what's sure. it like having guests come through like that? Is it something you um
1: it's always been a part of that shop? Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think lately we've been getting a lot more than before. But uh yeah, to have some of these guys come through, man, like um I mean Bob's been working with us, and I, I got to say like bob is has always been someone I really looked up to, so you know the fact that he's working at, you know with us and uh some of these these guys is super inspiring, man, like Victor's at the shop right now, um Victor Portugal was there a few weeks ago, and watching them work and if i I always say if I could pick up like one little tiny little thing from them, uh then it's a win, mm-hmm. you know if it's something I can add to uh my Arsenal, maybe or if yeah. that's the right word, but but yeah, it's 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 inspiring, man. And and I gotta yeah. say, like, I never really pictured that, you know. Like, uh, I, I when I first started tattooing, um, uh, you know, like Paul Booth would come guest spot or Robert Hernandez, and man, I was like. I was like a little kid, like star-struck little kid, like, "Wow, you know, and so now to have these guys with these super talents coming through is uh it, it, I'm really honored that that they would want to come and, and spend time with a timeline, you know. Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Um, yeah.
0: what uh we spoke about your dog earlier.
1: I was very curious, what kind of dog you got, man? oh she, uh, she's a Siberian husky. She's uh she's a tiny little thing and uh she really you know I mean it's it's kind of tough right now cuz summertime and she doesn't want to run too much uh but but she's a great dog she's a great great dog yeah and yeah. I have I've always loved dogs and I finally have been able to uh, get one since I was a little kid and and uh, spend a little uh, spend actually a lot of time with her <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Did you
0: get her when she was uh right as a right as a pup 8 weeks old or
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I got her as a as a pup, and um, uh, so so you know I've been been able to raise her. And man, I, I you know I don't have kids, so I got to say the one. It's kind of crazy to have something be happy to see me when I get home, you know. Right. And I'm like, yeah, this is a great feeling, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. she's because she's a husky, man. There's there's um there's literally hair in all of my paintings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I believe it, man. I got we got two dogs and uh, a cat and the cat's a firepoint siamese and it's long like creamy hair and man yeah, yeah. shit is all over all my selling black selling shirts are <laughs> fucked
1: <laughs> yeah 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 i gotta go i gotta go through lint rollers like crazy man totally right <laughs> oh, yeah yeah but yeah. our big. Our... i love her though man i won't i won't let her you know That that don't that don't bother me. I'll deal with it. (laughs) Yeah, man, it's something about it. You deal with a lot
0: of bullshit. We're going through it right now with our, um, with the uh, younger dog. He's our first dog, though, Um, and my wife is pregnant. And this is the Uh breaking news. Uh my wife is oh, pregnant. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. And uh, so excited, man. It's gonna be February twenty third or twenty fourth, somewhere around there we're expecting and but the dog is uh. freaking the dog is freaking out, man. And we've read really? about a bunch of it online where um I mean that's her baby, like that's her baby dog, you know? And yeah. uh had that thing since he was young and um he is He's a spoiled, rotten little dog. <laughs> um, you know, just but he's seventy-five fucking pounds, and he's he's yeah. tripping out. I don't know. Um, obviously, he smells the difference in the hormones and and shit like that. And he's it's wild to see how they can their their it changes to become protective or they become very cuddly. Even the other little dog is um, more my dog. uh, Eleanor. She's like a fifty-five pound pit and she's like super cuddly too right now with my wife it's wild man but uh wow
1: that's cool man (laughs) yeah yeah pretty pretty
0: exciting and and um
1: right on man congratulations
0: thank you very much i'm i'm super stoked and and excited to uh for that part you know this that part of my journey man it's it's um i have kids from a previous marriage too and and but it's going to be a whole new experience and um i'm just excited to take it on man it's a it's a new thing and um, right it was cool. We went to a sonogram uh, yesterday and got to see the babies. It's all starting to form and shape and the heartbeats beating. And <laughs> it's just hey, how cool.
1: many months? How many months now?
0: Uh, she is 12 weeks along. Twelve. Okay. So, right. um, like three months. She's just almost out of the, the woods with the first trimester, which is which is giving her problems, man. Morning sickness every all day. Right. Like, it's horrible. It yeah, starts yeah. at 3.30 in the morning and and it doesn't end until she gets a little something in her stomach and in, in the yeah. in, in breakfast time. But uh, it's crazy. But it's you know it'll be worth it, and and it's um again it's all a whole, a whole new experience. So uh,
1: February is gonna come fast, huh? Dude, it is, man. It's it's,
0: it's <laughs> this year's already going quick, you know. Um, right? Do you got a do you got a bunch going on for this next? Are you sticking close Long. to home? You got a bunch of travel. What do you got going on for the rest of the year?
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I actually because remember I was telling you last that last year I, I traveled so much so I, mm. I've been kind of cutting back I I just missed Hawaii man and I really like that show and convention I love everything about Hawaii all the people yeah. but um uh, so up next I got um uh, Stockholm in a couple weeks it's like the end of August and then I'll go back to uh, London uh, the end of September and then. I was trying to go see Canada. I've never been to Canada, but I I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that. But um, in (coughs) excuse me, in November, um, Alan Padilla is throwing a convention. Alan Padilla and uh, my my buddy Indio Reyes down in Mexico uh, at at the Guadalajara convention, and uh, I'm really excited and and happy for Alan, man. Like I I know he's been going traveling back and forth, and uh, it it should be really exciting. A lot of great artists going to be out there, and should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Have so you? Have
0: that, you uh, um, how much time have you spent down that that way? Have you
1: seen the where he's going to hold the venue or or what's going to be like? No, I mean he's shown me the pictures of it, and it's mm-hmm. going to be like in a really cool hall. Uh, I'll be honest, man. I'm a bad Mexican. I haven't been down there too much. I've only gone gone down to the tourist spots. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my my mom's actually from Guadalajara, so um, I'm gonna she's gonna I'm gonna take her with me. And uh, actually, the whole family, my whole family, my sister, brother, and their kids, and everybody's going to go because we've never seen where she was, she's from. So it should—I'm really excited to go, and um, should be fun. Alan said, Alan, they're they're lining something special up for us. Wow,
0: man! Nice family, family, family history lesson, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get
0: schooled, man. (laughs) Yeah, going down there, get to see where everybody's from—the the the real roots of it. So that's that's amazing, man. How cool is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah! It should be should be awesome, man. Like, man, I, I, I like every time. Like, it, it's gonna be fun, man. Like, a lot of um, a lot of really good artists that I really look up to. Alan, right. Alan, and Indio um, lined up for this, so this should be should be cool, man. I'm excited. Yeah.
0: So where's the spot? that Where is the funnest spot that you've traveled to? That you're like, is it Hawaii? Maybe that you would go. You want to go back there, or you've done stuff outside of tattooing where it's like captured your your interest
1: yeah you know that that's that's one of the things that uh, remember we were talking about the um, painting or tattooing I, you know through tattooing i've met some of the most interesting people mm-hmm. and have some of the best experiences because you you tattoo somebody that say hey man like uh come with me I, i'm gonna, I'm going to show you the 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 real hawaii or 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 you know the real this or that, yeah. you know, the, the actual culture of it. So, man, like, um, I got to say Hawaii last year was amazing. I have a, a really good friend, Makana. He has great tattoo collection, and he took us on this amazing helicopter ride of his island. Um, in Rome, I worked, I always guest, probably Rome was the first place I started traveling to, and uh, I um, always guest spotted at, at a place called... Uh, um, La Bottega de Tatuagi. It's uh it's like one of the oldest shops in the Rome area and uh amazing crew down there and they take such great care of you. But uh my buddy's wife is um she writes books for tourists, so she knows all this history, like her dad's an archaeologist, her mom's or her sister's archaeologist, so it was really cool because she would take me on these crazy tours into these churches that it would be like like uh a piece of treasure that that you probably would pass out pass up on a normal on a normal uh, basis, you know. Right. You you know right. you, you see things outside of the Colosseum or the or St. Peter's, so man, I w- I would that one's a really tough question for me. I w- I would probably have to say Rome is probably still one of my favorite my favorite places. Mm-hmm. Um, just cuz the art is a man, there's art everywhere you look. Yeah. Uh, isn't that interesting? that that is something
0: about those Euro- European countries, man? It's so much different architecture and art and history over there.
1: Yeah, 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 and, and and you always find something, man. Like I remember being in a in Barcelona and seeing a trash can with like these dragon sculptures, and I'm just like, <laughs> man, like back home we got graffiti on ours, you know. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, so it, yeah, it was really cool, man. It, and I, our, it's another thing too. I think uh, is is getting the inspiration from travel, um, and and making sure that's part of my life mm-hmm. is that that I could travel so much. And because you do, you get inspiration everywhere you look when you're out there. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Well,
0: Carlos, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you, man. And and I really appreciate you taking time out and and reminiscing a little bit about your history and about. Current tattooing and it's
1: it's been such a fun talk. Right on, man. Right on. Thank you, and uh, likewise, man. Uh, um, really honored, and, and thank you, thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity. Yeah, not a problem, man. If somebody wants to look at your work, find out more about you, or getting tattooed, or buying a piece of artwork, where can they do that? What's the best way? Um, well, the website is CarlosTorresArt.com, dot com. Um, that's with the store and the website. Um, and uh probably for more updates on what I'm what I'm doing and keeping up with, with my current stuff would just probably be Carlos Torres Art and, and that would be on Instagram. So, yeah. Great. Right. Yeah. Wonderful, man. <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. I right appreciate on. it. Right on, Joe. Thank you.
0: Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I certainly appreciate it. Join me next week for another episode of Sullen Radio. Again, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at OG Joe Swanson. And if you want to get tattooed by me, please hit me up in an email, joe at sullenradio.com, and check out the website for all the show info. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep hustling.